Good day. I'm Mark Sylvester, your host for this Hacking the Red Circle conversation, where we talk to people in the TEDx world you'll want to know better. The show is designed to learn what it takes to produce, organize, promote, and create a world-class event. If you're an experienced organizer, you'll get some great tips. Veteran organizers share lessons they've learned so that first-timers can avoid common missteps. There are hundreds of amazing people in the TEDx universe, and we talk to a lot of them. If this is your first time to the show, welcome. We produce Hacking the Red Circle every week. You'll want to subscribe so you don't miss any upcoming episodes. Now, on with the show. Well, hey, everybody. Um, Welcome back to the show. Uh, Today, I have Sarah Spang with us. She's the lead organizer from TEDx Fond du Lac in Wisconsin. Sarah, how are you? I am great. How are you doing, Mark? I'm great, but I've got to guess. You're kind it's it's beginning of april your show's in august and this is your first show are you are you are you freaking out um yeah we're about four and a half months out and you know i'm taking it in stride as well as i can but i am certainly starting to reach that point of oh my gosh what did i get myself into (laughs) right right i uh i'm curious what did you get yourself into how did tell me the story of how you got involved Well, I'm very involved in a lot of other community endeavors as a young professional um, here in Fond du Lac, Wisconsin. And um, just throughout those journeys, I kind of stumbled upon the idea of what if a TEDx event came to Fond du Lac. And I absolutely refused to do anything until I attended a TEDx event. Um, and luckily, a first-time event was happening about 20 minutes away in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. So I got my ticket immediately, attended that, and the next day I applied for the license. So when was because, that? That was uh, late 2016? Yeah, it was October 29th that I attended Oshkosh. <laughs> and I remember. To be specific? <laughs> yeah, so then I, I applied on October 30th. Uh, heard back mid-November that we were going to, good to go. And had you been watching TED Talks and things like that, and it was that experience, you said, boy, and you knew about TEDx, and it's like, I need to bring this to my community. Oh, yes. I've been watching TED Talks for years, um, but one of the things that really sparked it was right at the beginning of 2016, uh, the nonprofit that I work for had our annual event, and we ended up bringing someone from Fargo, North Dakota, to speak to our community. And what was unique is he had actually done a TEDx talk. And who was um, who was that? Because I talked to Greg, uh, the the head of TEDx Fargo, um, yesterday. Yep, it was it was Greg from Fargo. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, oh, and... we brought him to Fond du Lac to talk about you know bettering your community right, and right. his message. I think was what spearheaded a lot of what happened in Fond du Lac. Oh, I, I just got goosebumps because um, he is he is very exciting, as you know, right? Because he came there and his. His energy and his passion for community. Uh, in fact, um, my because I just put his show up. That my quote up from him that I love the most is TEDx Fargo is his love letter to the community. 
Mm-hmm. And, like, and if, if you're in the same room with him, you feel that. Uh, we were lucky enough as an organization to send myself and another co-worker to Fargo last year. After he visited, we were so inspired by his message that in mid-2016, um, myself and another went to Fargo and we met with him, we met with his team, and I mean, that was also partially what really inspired this path that I'm on, is just being in the same room right. as people that love their community that right. much. I, well, that's what I hope this show does is the show inspires people, uh, to listen and think about doing a TEDx. So I want to, want to keep going and, and hear a little bit more. So you, you went to, you said, okay, we want to do this, but you still wanted to go see to see one locally. So you went to Oshkosh and you said, okay, I could do this. And you came back. Who was the first person you talked to and said, I'm going to do a TEDx. Actually, I was in the car after Oshkosh. Mm. Um, I was actually lucky enough to, I didn't even know this, but four or five individuals that I knew from Fond du Lac had separately bought tickets for Oshkosh. No kidding. Yeah. So that was a very strange discovery the morning of. Um, so actually what ended up happening is I emailed three of them the next day and said, Hey, by the way, I'm doing this and I want you to be part of it. Um, but as far as the official saying, like, I'm going to do this, I was Snapchatting with friends as I was leaving their venue and telling them, Hey, I'm doing this. And wow. you are going to be so proud of this. Oh, nice! I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled. So, uh, so you've you've been to TEDx Oshkosh, and that's the only live TED event you've been to. I yeah, I'm actually going to TEDx Zumbro River in Minnesota next month. How do you spell that? Z U M B R O and then River. It's it's just past the Wisconsin Minnesota border. Oh wow, that sounds fantastic! So you're going to go and introduce yourself, and that'll be super fun for you because yeah. now you're a licensee, right? So you're you're in the club officially. So that's great. Um, are you going to TED Fest by any chance? Uh, no, that I couldn't get that to work with my schedule, and oh, uh, that that was heartbreaking. But <laughs> well, guess what? We're going to do another one next year, so you'll you'll uh, you won't exactly. miss that. You need to you need to get your event done. So you know you haven't done one yet, and you're actually the first person I've had on the show who is pre-event, which I'm, which I when I knew that I was really thrilled to talk to you because I'm very curious. Because it's everything's an unknown for you. Um, what, what <laughs> you got you, that right, right? No. <laughs> well, what are you going to do to make your event uniquely uh, Fondulakian? Oh yeah. Um, well, the thing that we wanted to start doing was getting the TED and TEDx brand out in our community. That was step one. Um, so we've started meeting with service clubs and organizations. Actually, I presented at our local new Rotary this past Monday, so just a couple days ago, and I present to Morning Rotary tomorrow morning. Actually, um, so that's part of it. Is what, just what are you telling? What are you telling them? 
I, I've spoken to hundreds of Rotary clubs and uh, not on TED stuff, other things. And I'm, I'm curious, um, what, what was that pitch? Well, in this instance, because it's never been to Fond du Lac before, um, and we have a unique um, demographic for our Rotarian clubs, um, just that there may be more of the retired age or um, CEO-level individuals, so maybe they don't regularly access, you know, social media and things like that, where you would see TED videos um, showing up constantly. right. So some of the first things that we've been doing is educating. So what is TED? How is TEDx different? Um, And just telling individuals a little bit about our process. And what was kind of unique is um, at Monday's noon rotary, we announced publicly for the first time our theme. Which is? (laughs) Um, Our theme is called Fear Forward. Oh, I like that. What does that yeah. what does that mean? It means that there are going to be times and events that are going to be fearful or give you a little bit of trepidation. Um, on a local level, we felt that it was a statement saying that, you know, we need to be progressive. And just because something didn't work in the past doesn't mean that you have to be scared that it won't work in the future. So, and then on the global level, it's that, yeah, there are scary times, you know, there are scary events that are happening around the world, but you don't have any control over that. You have control over your emotions and how you handle it. So rather than moving backwards in your thinking, move forward. So literally fear forward. I love that. And was that a group of you that figured that out, or was that you brainstorming while you were walking the dogs or something? Uh, that was a couple different subsets of our team meeting a few different times. And then uh, one of my co-organizers, she just happened to say the words out loud. Oh. And they, she actually wanted to retract them immediately. She was like, oh, my gosh, that's too scary. I'm like, it really isn't. No, so. that's perfect. You, you heard it and said, no, that's perfect. We basically just stopped the meeting and said, yep, that's it. Done. Drop the mic. <laughs> yep, right? pretty much. Oh, I love it. So um, one of the things that, that you haven't – well, you may have already figured out yet is that there is <laughs> there's a lot of work to be done. Right. There's, you know, from from my estimate, you have to be good at 38 different things mm-hmm. uh, to, to, you know, to to pull off your job and, and you know, to rally the team. And, you know, you you uh, you outsource as much as that can, you know, you can to your to your volunteers and your teammates and, and all of that. Oh. I'm, I'm curious, how big is the team that you've assembled so far? Uh, we are a total of 10, including myself. Got it. And um, what resources did you, I'm not going to lead the witness, Your Honor, I promise. Uh, <laughs> what what resources have you relied on so far? Mm-hmm. Well, I've relied on my entire team so far, but um, specifically the AV and technical components of putting this together. Um, I'm so grateful to have a couple of close friends, um, colleagues, and individuals that wanted to be a part of this 
who are savvy in AV tech. Yeah. Um, so I was like, all right, you guys are an AV task force. You figure it out. Nice. Um, now, have you been using the hub um, as you're an organizer to go in and dig into that? Is that, I'm going to guess that's been helpful. The audience, um, I'm looking at her, she's shaking her head up and down right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, that, does, that doesn't help when it's just audio, but absolutely. Um, the hub has been huge, especially when we were trying to figure out how we were going to curate our speakers. Uh, we, yes. I really delved into that and was like, okay, is there even like some sort of process? And there were so many different avenues. Right. right. Um, but I'm lucky enough that we set, we've settled on most of our speakers now. Okay. Um, it was just myself and one other member of my team. We wanted to keep it kind of close so we didn't have too much back and forth about it, but... So we, we've established most of our speakers now, and it feels like a weight off my shoulders. <laughs> yeah, oh, it is. Uh, definitely it is. Um, I I like to think of, you know, we talk about those 38 things you need to be good at. I, I put them in buckets. So <laughs> I say, you know, there's the all the organizing stuff. There's the collaborating. There's producing. There's marketing. There's curating. And there's partnering. Which one of those do you feel like you're, you've got a special gift you bring to the table? I think it's definitely organizing. How's um, that? Tell me about that. Yeah, I think if I didn't have pretty strong organization skills, there's no way I could do this. Um, just aside from TEDx, I do work full-time. I go to school full-time. <laughs> and I'm very happy... And I'm very heavily involved in a lot of boards and committees in Fond du Lac. So if well, I you, you're superwoman, <laughs> I've been called, you know, a lot of different variations of that. But if I couldn't organize my days and my nights and my weekends so yeah. I could get everything done, like I would be failing all my classes and not be getting straight A's, and you know, TEDx would be falling apart. Oh, hold it, hold it, hold it. You're getting yeah. straight A's? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. She said, like, of course I'm getting oh, yeah, straight yeah, A's. Oh, yeah, of course I am. Oh, yeah, of course I am. Okay, listen, you slacker listeners of mine. Um, come on. This it takes a superhero to do one of these. Um, I I love that bit. Um, gosh, so it sounds like your community got the right person to do the first TEDx in Fond du Lac. So, yay. Um, oh, thank you. So, so, so far, I mean, you have 18 weeks to go. N not like I'm making a fine point of that, but. Oh, that just made me panic a little bit. I did that on purpose. Um, I do a lot of coaching of uh, first time organizers and, uh, you know, I, 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 I love this part because it's all new territory for you and it's all greenfield and it's all super fun and super, and you're all in You're you know, I'll say you're leaning into it and that's just, it is, it is really, really fun. What has been to date the biggest surprise, that unanticipated thing that was, let's say a good surprise. Okay. Um, I guess maybe it could be locally my you know, issue. Um, but the thing that was surprising me most is that we had to reach out to so many individuals and ask to help partner with us on this. What, is, what do you uh, mean by partner? 
as far as like for sponsorships, we call right. them partners. We're Good. we're gonna call them partners. Okay. Um, I I think I went into this saying like I can talk to two people and I can get all the money we need. Right. And like because Ted is so well known and it's so amazing that everyone's just gonna get it. And I realized, no, not everyone in the world knows about this. Right. And they're not just going to sign you a big check. Right. Um, so that was really something I had to take a step back and be like, okay, I have to change my messaging a bit. Right. I can't just walk into these things assuming this. Right. Um, so once I kind of stepped back a little bit, recharged and re-looked at how I was talking about this, that's when people started being like, okay, let's talk, let's learn more about this. So you were listening loudly, as I like to say, and how that message was going down. And when it when you weren't getting it through, you, you came back and retooled pretty quickly and went out. So the obvious next question then is, have you met your fundraising goal? Uh, we have not yet, but we do intend to. There are a few partners that are waiting in the wings. Okay. Um, yeah, so I, I fully intend that we will make it. And uh, is it okay if I ask what your budget is? Um, being the first time event, uh, we're aiming for that full ten thousand, right? Just to cover our expenses. Um, we would like to lower the ticket price as much as possible so right. that we don't have to charge that full hundred for that ticket. Right. Um, but we did have some expenditures. Um, AV for the videographer comes a bit pricey in this area yeah, to get yeah. a really good person. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I would rather just play it safe and have a little bit more and then just roll it into next year's budget. Right. right. Um, but yeah, we, we intend to have a full day event. We're going to have a lot of speakers and we're going to be doing a lot. How many speakers? How many speakers? We're doing 14. That's, there you go. Might as well go. <laughs> go big Might or as go well home. go for it, right? Go big or go home. I love it. Can I, is that your quote? Go big or go home. I, I think it is. I really think it is. I've said it a couple times today already. You so. have. <laughs> it's it's fun to have one of those rallying cries for the team. Um, oh yeah. So other than the money, because that, that's that's always a challenge. What are yeah. you? Um, I, I like to. Um, I I like uh, Lord of the Rings kind of stories and Star Wars epics, and so I love understanding who the dragon is in these stories because there's always a dragon somewhere and if you've not found that dragon he's coming so uh what what dragons have you already had to slay oh boy um well it's a bit concerning because i don't think we've had the dragon yet Uh uh-oh Okay. Yes. And now I'm scared. It's like he's got to be coming. <laughs> well, there's there's always. I mean, what's going to happen? Uh, it, what has happened since you got the license? You have a great story here, right? And there's gonna, there will be. I'm gonna come back in you know six months and talk to you, and and you will have learned so mm-hmm. much, and you'll have a great story. But every great story has drama. And drama comes from conflict, right? And so there's something's going to happen. And as much as we plan for, you know, that it tends to be a the dragon tends to be around money and time, right? They like run out of time. And, and in the people that we've talked to, 
Uh, and in my own experience, it's like planning everything really well. You're a good organizer. So I don't think that's going to be the challenge. So that's, it's interesting that, uh, there's one there, but we don't know. I won't, don't want to freak you out about it. So that's fine. What would you say then is like the, the near term challenge that you're kind of thinking about right now getting through? Right now, I do kind of wonder about the scheduling of getting this all accomplished. Um, that that kind of is, if there is anything that's keeping me up at night, it's wondering, are we really on track? Are we really on schedule? Is this all going to come together at the right time? Um, and, you know, it's every single TEDx event is different. And when I went out into the hall yep. and tried to look for that magic answer, it's not there. Um, Have you found the TEDx manual? It's the 110 page PDF because there's a pretty good timeline in there in yeah. terms of in rough blocks, you know, what you should have done six months, four months, five months, three months, two months, all of that. Yeah, I, I definitely did look at that and it might just be the perfectionist in me that I want to make sure that it will all be okay. But yeah, I, I, I have faith it will, but now you've got me worried about that dragon. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, it's been my experience that, um, everybody makes it through the day. They make it to the day and they make it through the day and they, you it's, um, who was it? Uh, it was, it was Greg from Fargo. He said, um, allow, that 2% X factor to bloom and blossom. You're going to do all the work and then the X factor is going to come in. It's just going to, it's going to make it something amazing and beautiful that you hadn't uh, expected or predicted. And that's a good thing, right? So that'll, that'll happen for you. Um, guaranteed. Um, if you were now that, you know, let's say your event is, let's say it's next week and what you've learned so far if someone else has just gotten their license, you know, and they're very excited as I'm sure you told everybody, including your mom, uh, (laughs) right. You say, I got a license. going to be so excited. Um, what piece of advice would you, and again, you're still new, but you know, you're seeing things through different lens right now. So I think your advice may kind of be particularly applicable. Yeah. My advice would be, to take a break when you need it, uh, especially, especially in my situation, you know, I rattled off just a fraction of my resume for you. Um, people ask me, how do you not get overwhelmed? Like, how have you not crashed yet? Like, not that people want me to crash and burn, but they just kind of go, how have you not burned out? And I just say, you know, I take the times when I need it. I, I take as much of my nights as I can, and if I can't get my nights, I take a day over the weekend, and I'm not moving from the couch. I am right. refreshing. Oh, and good. so I would, I would definitely say, like, there's going to be so many opportunities to feel overwhelmed and to burn out, but you've got to take that step back and recharge and just let it all go for a little bit. That is uh, that that is really good advice for all of us. And coming from someone who is a really busy person and who has to manage a really busy schedule, it's even better. Uh, we, you know, we're when we look at professional athletes, 
uh, the amount of time they spend training. There's the training piece and then there's the refreshing piece, right? There's just the downtime, right? And you get really out of balance if you don't have that downtime. And there's this, there's this weird story that type A people tend to think, which is, no, I have to go, go, go all the time. And I'm a hero, right? That hero thing. I'm going to get through that when in fact you're doing yourself a disservice. It sounds like you've already mm-hmm. figured that out. Um, you know, just, you know, between us and the listeners, I have crashed and burned. Um, you know, in the past few years, I really did have a crash and burn before my life completely changed. And um, I now know what that feels like. Mm. And I'm not going to allow it to happen again. Well, and a lot of it was I didn't take time for myself. Right. Right. So, yeah. So well, I, I, I don't want to do it again. That's for sure. <laughs> so that, so, so th- this is, this is good advice for anybody right here, <laughs> veterans, whatever. And, and it's, I've heard this a lot about, you know, how you manage your time and how you get it all done because, this is all volunteer work for us, right? So it's in addition right. to our, our day jobs and, you know, and in your case, full-time student as well. What are you, so your event is in August. So it's in the mm-hmm. summer in Wisconsin. It's kind of, it's going to be beautiful there. Um, what, what, okay. do you, what do you, oh yes. What are you most looking forward to on the day of, you know what I mean? Is that that big day? I mean, as I tell first timers, I said, it's going to go by so quick. It's going to be over and, and you're going to like, what the heck happened? And so I ask them to um, take 10 little mental pictures of the day. Stop, take a second, look, take that picture in your head and then do that 10 times during the day. And that's what you'll remember. But with you, what are you looking forward to enjoying or experiencing over the next 18 weeks? Yeah, well, our event is on August 19th, on okay. a Saturday. We're doing a full dress rehearsal and prepping everybody the day before on the 18th. Yep, smart. What's special about that is that the 18th is my birthday. Oh, um, happy birthday. Oh, well, thanks. Um, so it's going to just feel like a, just a celebration nice. with people that are friends now of mine and so it's going to just feel like one big party as we try and put this event on um and that's kind of like my selfish little yay you know it's a party for me type of thing but then on a bigger scale i'm looking forward to some of our speakers really coming out of their shell and doing great things because we didn't pick all professional speakers or even people that have ever spoken on a stage before. Yep. And so we've got some nervous individuals right now, but in the 18 weeks that we're going to work with them and get them with a speaker coach and everything, I'm going to just sit back and watch them go from that scared person that interviewed with us to someone who just did a TED Talk. Right. Right. That's, yeah. There's there's something about when they step off the red circle and they did mm-hmm. it and they nailed it and they got a standing O and they were there's so much trepidation. I remember we had a guy who um, at TEDx Santa Barbara. He's 
you know, very successful entrepreneur, uh, had done very, very well, had spoken all over the world. I mean, he was that kind of guy, right? Yeah. But the red circle just scared him, right? And here's yeah. this guy who calls Kimberly, uh, my wife and the speaker coach, and he says, I'm locked in my hotel room and I'm not coming out. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so she kind of had to talk him off the ledge, you know. And uh, it's but when they walk off, and you know, you're there to give them a big hug, and you they did it, you know. There's there's just this such relief that comes over them, which is which is fantastic. Tell me, are your speakers all from the area? The vast majority of them are. Um, we're still waiting to pick two of our speakers. Um, we had had it come down to four that we couldn't quite pick between, mm. so we ended up going to a round three with them. Right. Um, but of the 12 that we have, most of them are from Fond du Lac or at least within very close driving distance, yeah. so even you know in the region. Uh, there's a couple nationwide individuals. Oh, good, good. So yeah. you'll get a good local flavor there and they'll get some local visibility as well which uh is always great if um if i were to um have an airline partner who could give you a ticket to any tedx on the planet what Mm. tedx would you like to go to (laughs) fargo oh i i desperately want to go back to fargo so badly Um, well, and, I, and I would love to see Greg again and, you know, even say, hey, do you need a volunteer to lend a hand and I'll help out. <laughs> I love that. He's uh, he definitely inspires that. And by the way, if any airline partners are listening and they want to help out um, some of our because I've got people that want to go to Amsterdam or Sydney or Wellington or mid-Atlantic. I mean, there's so. And what's interesting is, is the the. TEDx's that they want to go to are ones that I've heard are spectacular. And in many cases, I've had the people on the show and found out, you know, okay, now I know why it is got the reputation that it has. Right. You know, and it's really about driving a vision, right. And doing all the things you need to do and building a great team. And, and uh, I mean, you've got, you, you had, did you say it's all friends who you drafted to your team? Uh, for the most part, um, except for, you know, I think one individual, I knew everybody very closely mm. when we started. Mm. Mm. So my, my last, my last piece is, um, the show's called hacking the red circle and, <laughs> you know, to be able to pull off, I mean, you're going to pull off a major event for under $10,000. I mean, just th- <laughs> yeah. think, think about that for a second. So you've had to, you know, had to crack the code, and once you've done that, you you've got a hack. What do you have a hack you want to share with me? Oh, geez. Um, my hack is really just to delegate when you can, and that doesn't sound like a hack, but for someone like me who needs to be on top of everything, that was that's a learning curve. Ah. Uh. So, yeah, so delegate when you can and trust your people. Just they're there for a reason. They believe in the mission too. They believe in ideas worth spreading. 
and they're going to do it justice, so just trust them. Is it fair or unfair to say you're a kind of a control person? <laughs> that is completely fair. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, and, and delegating is definitely a, a, a skill. You have, it's a trust thing, right? You, it's very much trust related. Yeah. And I think I've had the conversation in email and in the in-person meetings with my team, like, especially at the beginning, I was trying to delegate and I just wasn't doing a good job. And Uh, I'm like, guys, I'm, I'm learning this too. I know I can trust you. I trust you with everything else we do in the community that we work on together. It's just this is like becoming my baby right now. I know, <laughs> so, right? Sarah, thank so like, you. Thank like work with me. We'll figure it out. <laughs> thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, really appreciate it. We wish you the whole TEDx community is behind you. Uh, they're listening to this and they're going to root for you and we're going to want to see great things from you. And please drop us a note, um, and let us know how it's going and know that, uh, the TEDx group is, we're all in it to help one another. And so when you need to reach out and you're just, you know, freaking out for sure, reach out to me, but you know, <laughs> reach out and just say, uh, ah, you know, whatever, and just blowing off a little steam. We're, we're here for you. So thank you very much and best of luck to you on your show. Well, thank you. Thanks for listening to Hacking the Red Circle. Have an idea for a guest for the show? Or would you like to tell us your TEDx story? Just drop me a note in an email to mark at hackingtheredcircle.com. Please be sure to rate, write, and review the show on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast. Makes a huge difference. And share the show with your team as we seek to grow our audience around the world. Until next time, this is Mark Sylvester, your host for Hacking the Red Circle.